there. Welcome to the She Begins podcast. Hi, I'm Jen Whitney. I'm a coach, a mom to a teenager, among other things. And I don't know about you, but I feel like the conversations that women can have together that I've had with my friends, that these conversations are full of gold, especially when we are supporting each other, when we're really listening, and when we let down our guard and share our experiences to help each other. I'm also slightly obsessed with the ability that we have as humans to constantly grow and evolve. That growth isn't always easy, but that growth always comes from a new beginning of some kind. So this podcast will be all about the good, the bad, the ugly, the funny, and the beautiful that happens when we begin again, start over or start a new part of our lives. The women who I get to interview and have conversations with are from all different walks of life, different ages, different hopes and dreams, but they share deeply personal stories with us about their journey, about their new beginnings, about what they loved, hated, learned, were afraid of, all of it. And they share that with us with the hope that their story will help another woman feel comforted, feel encouraged, feel supported and just less alone. Let's begin. Hello, hello, hello. It's been a while. How is it that the summer of 2022 is more than half over? Um, I hope you guys are doing well. I did take a bit of a step back from the podcast for a few weeks just to put some more energy into some other things. And for once, I am not beating myself up about not following this really strict self-imposed rule about how often and how much I needed to create. I just um, gave myself a break. And this actually gave me the chance to schedule in some interviews with some amazing women that I've met kind of unexpectedly and in different places. And I'm really excited for uh, the chance to interview them and really more for you guys to be able to hear their stories. So let's catch up, I guess. Yes. Um, uh, where do I start? So as some of you may know from listening to past episodes, um, I was in a long-term relationship that ended back in April. Uh, not that that really matters necessarily, but I had talked in one episode or maybe two or three um, about kind of letting go of dating and trying to find a relationship for a while. Um, I had and still have things I am working on that have impacted past relationships and just felt like kind of needed a break. Um, and life is funny, right? Sometimes we hold so tightly onto something. We want it so much that it creates a lot of stress and resistance and scarcity. Um, I know for a long time, I was really, really, really wanting a long-term relationship. And I really put a lot of effort into trying to make things work. And in that it was the thought, if I try harder, if I put in more effort, if I change more of, of what I am or who this, um, who they want me to be, or if I just look at things differently, it, it was all the things, right? All the, the things that you do to try to put a, um, a square peg into a round hole. Um, so I really wasn't looking for a new relationship. I was really content and like, to be honest with you, kind of proud of being on my own, being by myself. And really for the first time ever, I was actually like completely okay with that. Um, it, it didn't make me feel afraid. It didn't make me feel um, like I needed to have someone. I was just kind of doing my own thing. Um, that included falling off my paddleboard, included 
keep making my kitchen a war zone with making strawberry jam. That was in a recent episode, not recent, gosh, that was months ago. But again, just doing my own thing at 43 years old, finally just doing my own thing and not needing someone to make that life kind of complete and not searching for them. And then something happened. Um, a couple of months ago, I was just really being my dorky, silly, happy, genuine self while talking with um, a new friend. And yes, at that time, he was a friend. I really wasn't dating. We talked for hours every night on the phone. I know that's so weird. I haven't done that since high school. And I don't even think in high school that I talked as much as we talked. And really, the more I was myself, the closer that we became. And I shared stories. I shared everything, feelings, heartbreaks, um, all my bad jokes. She laughed at, which again, right then and there is that right. That in and of itself is an indicator of just me feeling comfortable. Um, and he really shared himself and he really was an open book. Um, kind of like he, he's, he's reminded me and that was refreshing. Uh, there was no games. We were just one person caring about and being completely honest with another person outside of the context of dating. And all of that actually turned into a really beautiful, fun, easy, and authentic love. Now I know it has been a couple of months and I know that there is the honeymoon stage and everybody thinks that everything is um, beautiful and perfect and rainbows and sunshine um, in that stage. And so I'm super aware of that. I'm also, and I'm also, I love the word and lately, and I'm also enjoying this part and letting myself learn lessons and try to see things objectively, um, given my past experiences. So I didn't know, and it's going to sound like I'm exaggerating, but I'm, I'm sure some of you can relate. I didn't really know it was possible to come to be my complete self with someone in a relationship. Um, given my past, I never thought that anyone would love all of me. I know that some of you know me personally, or have worked with me and you probably are like, what is she talking about? She's great. I love working with her. She's this, she's that. Um, but you have to understand that it's, it's easy to put the best of myself forward when I'm working with, with clients or when I'm in friendships, um, in relationships, romantic relationships, there's a whole bunch of other stuff that comes up, um, that I don't experience when I'm doing work or when I'm with friends. So, Really, I did not think that anyone would love every single part of me. So I hid parts of myself I didn't like. I didn't talk about what I went through as a little girl. Um, I didn't speak up with what I wanted. All of my choices, not on them, but all of my choices, but what resulted were relationships where I felt kind of half-heartedly loved. I probably laughed, not laughed. I probably loved half-heartedly myself. And there was just really a kind of a flimsy connection I walked on eggshells again, not because of anything that they were saying or doing, but because in my mind, I needed to really be as perfect as possible. I spent enormous amounts of energy trying to figure out what I could and couldn't be, what I should and shouldn't be, what I needed to do to keep up with what I thought they wanted me to be. And if I could figure that out, here's the thing, then I had a better chance of them not leaving me. And that was my biggest, though, unconscious fear. Though I don't know if it was unconscious. The more I, the more I look at it, the more I think it was much more um, of a truth than I wanted to admit to myself. And so 
that's my fear of abandonment, which is very kind of um, textbook and uh, somewhat cliche, but I can tell you, and if you have this fear, it's a very, it can be very debilitating. It can actually be very good at convincing you to let parts of yourself go so that that fear never comes true. And that's not fair to them because I was never really giving them the full picture of who I was. And so over time, the relationship would deteriorate because I was just exhausted by constantly not being myself. So fast forward to today. Um, and wow, I am finally learning how to be myself, which is freaking weird with someone who really likes the real gen crazy concept, right? Um, I know I'm late to the party on this one, but I know I'm not the only one. I think that so many women who have survived trauma and abuse or have been in toxic, unhealthy, emotionally abusive, physically abusive relationships learn not to be themselves being themselves, having needs, wants, emotions was usually not safe. And to be clear, this is not my excuse. It is, however, a really difficult neural pathway to change. So over time, if you're like me, we learn not to trust ourselves, not to listen listen to our intuition, to just go along, to not set boundaries. We become, and this was a kind of a new um, revelation to me, we become really disconnected from our bodies and ourselves. And that disconnection can really permeate everything, even if we're really good at, at pretending it's it's not that way. Uh, for me, I know it was easier not to be seen, not to share all of me instead of risk them hearing it and then being left. Um, I'm great at asking questions. I'm great at um, being in control of the conversation and moving things right back to the other person when I don't want to go much deeper. Um, so that at least put me in control of something. And when you've gone through trauma, the one thing you value most above anything else, at least in my experience, is control. Um, it was critical when we were growing up to have a constant awareness of what might happen, what someone might do, how we would have to protect ourselves in an instant if we could. And we can get so good at hiding that we don't even realize it, let alone our partner. But you can only tolerate that. I could only tolerate that not being myself for so long before my body kind of started to revolt and demand things be different. And um, I or we either listen to that and finally decide to make a change or we stay where we are sometimes. All right, so where am I going with this? I know that I, I ramble, and but I'll come back around. Here's what I'm experiencing right now. I made a decision months ago to never again hide who I was to find or keep a relationship. Shocking. If you know me, you know that that is um, not my specialty, but it is something that I, um, a decision I made for myself when I ended my last relationship, and I've kept that. But it's fucking hard. It's hard showing up as myself all the time. Uh, not just in the fun, playful, worry-free moments, but during the times when the emotional intimacy is being built. Uh, it's those times when my partner genuinely wants to hear my feelings, wants to support me, wants to know more about me, the good, the bad, the ugly, and has no strings attached, that there's nothing... Um, He's trying to gain. There's no agenda. It's simply just getting to know me as a person. And that is awkward sometimes and beautiful and overwhelming and 
all the things. So I thought I would just share with you what I've learned so far. And maybe you are in a relationship right now and this maybe doesn't feel like it applies to you because you've been in a good relationship. Um, maybe you're not interested in dating. Maybe at some point down the road, you are interested in dating, but you want to do it differently. You want to have a different relationship. But I think the things that I've learned so far are things that can apply to, I think, just us in general, regardless of whether you're in a relationship or not. Though a lot of them are going to talk about, you know, being in interactions with your partner. But I hope they're helpful. So first thing, number one. It's okay to cry in front of your partner and not really know the reason why, especially if you've had a hard or stressful day. And sometimes even when you are in the tightest, most exquisite, caring hug you've ever felt, the tears can come. And sometimes I think they're coming from places that have been hidden so long that sometimes we don't even know what is triggering it, but it's still okay to let them fall. Number two, changing the subject Deflecting it, avoiding it is not the solution to get the tears to stop. Uh, we're so terrified that if we let them fall, we'll probably lose it. And I know for me, I know have a nervous breakdown. How am I going to stop crying? I'm going to be out of control. No, sometimes just letting them fall and having someone sit next to you or hold you until they stop is all that's needed. Stop fighting back the tears. Um, I'm working on that one <laughs> all the time. Number three, it's okay to let your partner help you to let them do little things like pouring you a glass of wine or carrying all the groceries in. Um, I know you're used to doing everything on your own. At least I am, but I've learned that that's really a trauma response. We learn if we don't need anything from anyone, then we won't get disappointed. We won't be considered weak and more than anything, we're still in control. Number four, while it's fucking hard being myself all the time, sounds ridiculous. I know it's simultaneously so easy and freeing. There's no more holding back my silly voices, my horrible jokes. Um, but also there's no need to hold back my feelings in the moment, insecurities I have and fears because all of them has been accepted as part of me. And that's not something I experienced before. Number five, it's okay to let yourself open up again, to be open to new possibilities. It's also okay to let go of all the past mistakes and relationships and give yourself a clean slate. You deserve that. We all do. We're human and we keep learning. We get to continue to work towards the person we want to be. And we don't have to be perfect before we let ourselves fall in love again. So those are just the first five things that came to mind. I know there will be many more as things go along, not just in this relationship, but just in life in general. It really feels like a season of uh, new beginnings. If, if there can be um, more and more new beginnings, I feel like every day can. But just this season coming up just feels like it's um, got some special things um, in store. So I just want to thank you again for listening to this podcast. It really makes my heart so incredibly happy to know that you are listening and hopefully finding it valuable. I am actually going to be starting season two of this podcast, September 15th. I can't believe it's been six months already in this first season. I've learned a lot and can't wait to continue to create more of these. I'm also creating this really cool um, online community that I'm super excited to share with you. So really Lots of good things coming up over the next few months to connect us all a little bit closer together if, if you want to be a part of that. 
Um, I also, I just want to invite you to reach out to me via Instagram or Facebook or even my TikTok, which is probably the, the app I'm on the most. Um, and the, the handle for that is she begins again. Um, just reach out to me if you feel like you want to share your story that you'd want to be interviewed for an upcoming podcast. I'm scheduling now for season two, and I would really, really, really love it if you share your story with us. I know it can be kind of, um, um, scary or nerve wracking, but I promise that if you have a call on your heart to share uh, with the rest of us, it's there for a reason. Um, we'll make sure that if you do decide to share your story, we do that in the most comfortable and honoring way possible. So for now, take care. I'll be back in just a few weeks with season two, and I really can't wait to talk with more of you then. All right. Bye for now, friends.